It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love and shout outs to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Thank you so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey for holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. It's Monday. We only got three more games left in the NFL season. An AFC championship game, an NFC championship game, and then the Super Bowl. We're down to the final four, folks. We had a busy weekend of NFL action. It's exactly what we're going to discuss. Much love to everybody tuning in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. People listening and locked in on the free Odyssey app. Sirius XM Channel 158. And everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. Well, all you got to do is ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. What a day. What a weekend. Ryan, how you doing, man? You straight? You had a good one? I did. Did. Four really enticing, exciting games. It was a fun weekend. I'm, I'm doing well, JR, on this Monday. Yeah, same here, man. I, uh, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs did exactly what I thought would happen. They went back and forth and back and forth, and I think we had five lead changes in the game. Ultimately, we know the Kansas City Chiefs come out on top again. Uh, They're going to take on the Baltimore Ravens next Sunday. Uh, Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. They're doing something that we haven't seen in 32 years. They're going to a conference championship. They're going to take on the 49ers, and so it's it was a good weekend uh, to sit down and watch the games. And for the most part, outside of the Ravens beating up on the Texans, it took the second half for them to really get them the hell up on out of there. The 49ers and Packers was close. The The Buccaneers looked like they had a little bit of life until Jared Goff put them to bed. And then that nightcap uh, with the Chiefs and Bills, like what, what more could you ask for? Unless you're a fan of the Buffalo Bills and you got your heart ripped out again. You go to the playoffs and lose to the Chiefs again. Three out of the last four years, you get the boot by the Chiefs again. And so we're going to talk about all the action. I I look forward to chatting it up about the Lions and what's going on with them and, and Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and even got news that somebody I got eliminated already. Nick Sirianni is going to be back and he might have a buddy very familiar with the NFC East, who will be joining him. And so we're going to talk about it all. If you want to be a part of the conversation, it's real simple. You can call me up. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to find me online, you can go ahead and do so. I am at JR Sport Brief. I'm a real person. I'm a real human being. I'm on that ridiculous thing they call X. I am on Facebook and Instagram and all of that good stuff. And so if you're a human being, that utilizes social media to waste your time and communicate and argue and complain, I'm there too. Go ahead and hit me up. Speaking of complaining, and I mentioned this already, and my apologies uh, in advance to all of the fans of the Buffalo Bills, they got good reason to complain. Because as I just told you, last night, watching the Chiefs get them the hell up on out of Dodge, eliminating them from the postseason, is almost like a a rites of passage 
on the way to vacation. And this is not what the Buffalo Bills want. They don't want to have their fans come and shovel snow so Patrick Mahomes can just show up and beat them. And this time, they did lose at home. This was Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. He walks away with a victory. He throws two touchdowns to Travis Kelsey, who's throwing heart signals and signs up to uh, Taylor Swift. His brother is running around in the suite with no shirt on, just chugging beers. Everybody with the Kansas City Chiefs enjoyed themselves. Buffalo Bills fans, not so much. They were throwing snowballs at Patrick Mahomes as he ran off of the field. And then we saw that missed kick by by Tyler Bass. I mean, that was pretty much all she wrote. He missed a 44-yarder. And at that point, you just you knew it was done. And it's a poor, terrible way for them to lose. And there are some Buffalo Bills fans who remember going to the Super Bowl and, and missing a field goal there, but then also losing four consecutive Super Bowls. I, I don't know if the Buffalo Bills are cursed. I'm not going to go that far. But the Chiefs knocked them out again. They had a six-game winning streak. Couldn't beat them at home. Missed field goals. A drop pass by Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs didn't want to talk to the media afterward. Just a complete disaster. A matter of fact, let's let's get some of the, uh, I don't want to call them the losers out the way, but let's get some of the losers out the way and then hear from some winners. A matter of fact, let's just let's just listen to this one more time. Stefan Diggs dropping a 60-yard bomb, letting it go right through his hands in the fourth quarter. This is courtesy of the NFL on CBS. Again, launches one long for Diggs. Oh, and it went through his hands. Oh, my goodness. This was launched. You've got a running Diggs right at you, backing up for the ball. It goes right through his hands. Should have been caught. Should have been caught. Wasn't caught. When they got another real chance, they missed a field goal. 44 yards. Josh Allen. Great teammate. He says, man, we ain't blaming the kicker because we lost. Listen to this. You know, I wish it wouldn't have been put in that situation. You know, that's, it's, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. You know, one play doesn't define a game. It doesn't define a season. I know people are going to be out there saying that. Um, you know, we got to be, be there for him because, again, we, we, we execute a couple plays prior. You know, probably singing a different tune right now. No, absolutely. And that's actually what what stupid people say. Well, not what Josh Allen just said. But people who come around and they want to blame the loss on, on one single play. The kicker didn't lose them the game yesterday. They played football for 60 minutes. 60 minutes. I didn't see the kicker out there tackling anybody. I didn't see him dropping a pass. I didn't see him throwing the ball. I didn't see him, you know, intercepting anything or anybody. I, come on, man. If you're going to blame the kicker and do better, you win as a team, you lose as a team. They all lost to the Kansas City Chiefs again. Josh Allen has a simple explanation 
for how this feels. Tell us, Josh, how does it feel? Sucks. Losing sucks. Losing them, losing anybody at home sucks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ryan, did you did you get the message? What did he say? Uh, it sounds like he enjoyed it. Oh, uh, yeah. Really, <laughs> a, a whole lot, yeah. <sighs> he getting a lot of money. Josh Allen went out there and rushed for two touchdowns. I think only Steve Young has more a career rushing yards in the postseason. Josh Allen is just a man of running. He can't run to an AFC championship game. He can't rush his way to a Super Bowl. He's going to be watching from home. I'd love to hear from Stephon Diggs, but Stephon Diggs did not want to talk to anybody on the way out. It's just bad all the way around. You know, after the game, the head coach spoke as well. Sean McDermott popped up and, well, he still has confidence in the Buffalo Bills for next year. Yeah, I'm confident uh, in, in this team. I'm confident in Josh. I'm, you know, we have to continue to grow. And, and um, I think a piece of uh, you want to you get to a game like this as healthy as you possibly can. Um, uh, that's not the reason why we lost, however. Um, again, we just didn't do enough uh, defensively um, or special teams-wise enough to impact the game. Yeah, man, nobody want to think about next year. You just lost, man. Let the general manager do that. Get Josh Allen a, a wide receiver. And I get it. He's going to run and run and run and run until he can't run anymore. I don't think they're ever going to stop him from doing that. And I know we're going to get into this later on in the show. People are saying the Bills are done. They're cooked. No, I don't think so. New York Jets is still the Jets until proven otherwise. New England Patriots got to build themselves back up. The Miami Dolphins are are good enough to be good enough until it gets cold outside. And so here, you got to take a look at the Buffalo Bills, and they're still going to be competitive. But, man, Josh Allen needs help. And I know he was pretty miserable yesterday. The feeling sucked. Well, Josh Allen spoke today. How you feeling, Josh? Let us know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's surreal. Um, on the bright side, we woke up this morning, right? We're, we're all here. Um, you know, losing, losing's never fun. It's, it's a part of the game. It's the worst, well, second worst part of the game. Obviously, injuries are the worst part of the game. But um, it's the reason why you play this game is because you don't want to feel this way. But when you do feel this way, it makes um, winning all that much more special. And, you know, this isn't something that we're going to run from. It's not something we're going to hide from. You know, we got we got to take it on the chin and continue to learn and, and get better. And I know that doesn't, it's not what people want to hear. Uh, they want to see results. We want to see results. We're just like, just like you guys. We, we want to win, you know, and that's, that's the fact. And uh, at the end of the season, there's one happy team. And we're going to keep fighting and, and keep working as hard as we can until, until we are that one team. Oh, that's he said it sucks. He's right. It does. What's going to be better is if they get him additional wide receiver help. I mean, Stefan Diggs is still one of the best wide receivers in the game. He's not at the upper echelon anymore. He's he's now going to be on the other side of 30. 
He slowed down as the second half came on through. And then he does a lot of whining and complaining and not talking. And and now we got to go through this nonsense. At least they weren't yelling at each other on the sidelines this go round. I mean, that's what we got last year. And so what do I expect next year for the Buffalo Bills? For them to win approximately 10 to 12 games. For them to get back into the postseason and to try it again. Meanwhile, for the Kansas City Chiefs, all they do is is win, right? That's what they say in the song. All I do is win no matter what. Six consecutive trips to the AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes is like Michael Jordan out there with this postseason stuff. The man has a 13-3 record in the postseason. He just won his first road game. The Chiefs have knocked out the Buffalo Bills three out of the last four years. Patrick Mahomes, I told you about the two touchdowns that he threw out there to Travis Kelsey. This dude is just a magician. The Chiefs just win. Even Travis Kelsey, I don't want to say he's been in a little bit of of a touchdown drought, but he has. He comes down with two to help them go to the AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes, he spoke after the game, and he said, man, this has been uh, been a little bit different going on the road, but, man, when I get out on the field, this is still football. Yeah, I think guys took it as a challenge. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'll say that we played in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. We lost that one. I didn't like to bring that one up, but, I mean, it's it's, we've played basically road road playoff games before. Um, But, uh, I mean, we just come in with the same mindset. If we're going to come together, put our best foot forward, and see if we can come out with a win, that takes uh, the mentality throughout the week. It takes every single play executing. Um, And we did a great job of that today, and we're able to score enough to win. Ah, okay. A road road playoff game is the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's how high the expectations are for the Kansas City Chiefs that Patrick Mahomes says, oh, yeah, 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 when we went to the Super Bowl or when I've gone to the Super Bowl – yeah, three times I've gone. Yeah, those those were road games. Real, real nice of him. He was also pretty passionate after the game. Inside the NFL, he got some, uh, he, well, Patrick Mahomes had some words shared from inside the locker room. Take a listen. Hey, listen hey they asked for it. Yeah. And they got what they asked for. Uh-huh. Hey, but he said it. This ain't done. Uh-huh. We come back next week uh-huh. ready to and turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. Ooh. They got what they wanted. They wanted them. They wanted them at home. They got them at home, and then they lost. That's the Buffalo Bills way. Chris Jones going on the road and understanding the process of this and, and beating Miami and, and having to go to Buffalo. Well, how's the process feel, Chris? A lot of damn hard work. <laughs> okay. Nothing comes easy, man. Um took a lot of commitment from a lot of guys and in order to be successful man you've seen it um you've seen it multiple years over there at the Patriots organization and not only players coaches um take a lot of commitment for coaches a lot of time away from their family a lot of long hours at the office you know and uh, for these moments like this man for these moments like this so for the wives girlfriends that you know miss time with their significant other this is what it's all about Everybody except for Taylor Swift. 
she's a traveling mascot here. You know, she pops up with the team. So she's not missing time with her man. But for everybody else, yeah, a lot of sacrifice has gone into this, unless you are Taylor Swift. Speaking of Chris Jones, we know he plays on a defensive line. The defensive line for the Buffalo Bills, not able to sack Patrick Mahomes. He's able to throw two touchdowns to Travis Kelsey. I guess the only time Patrick Mahomes really, really got hit was when he was running off of the field and he was pelted with snowballs. The defensive line for the Buffalo Bills, the defense, they weren't able to get the job done. And Andy Reid, a big guy, showed love to his big guys for helping to protect Patrick Mahomes. The job that our offensive line did, that's a good group, nine, nine defensive linemen that can play, and they rotate those guys, so you're hitting fresh bodies uh, every time, that uh, every series that you get them. I, I thought our offensive line did a nice job. I, I, Patrick and, and uh, Kelsey, with the record that they, they broke there, Gronk and Tom, I mean, that was a great job there. Kels had two touchdowns and some big catches. Oh, how about that? This was so amazing of a game. I didn't even mention the 16 touchdowns that Travis Kelsey has caught from Patrick Mahomes. Yes, passing that guy named Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for the most touchdowns thrown and received. By combination in postseason history. Oh, yeah, another record uh, for Patrick Mahomes to start eating away at. Patrick Mahomes talked about that, too. He said, listen, man, passing that Tom Brady, dude, it's an honor. We always, we always are emphasized getting the ball to Travis, um, but passing anything that has Brady and Gronk in it is, is special because uh, those are two of the greatest players. I mean, Tom is the greatest player and one of the greatest tight ends of, of all time, and so those are great and postseason players. Um, and so to be mentioning that and passing that, you, you appreciate that. I mean, it speaks to Travis and his work, being able to go out there and make plays in big games. Oh, how, how nice. This is all this guy does is win. Not every year, but, I mean, damn it, he already has two championships. Now he's going for a third? I don't want to say some things aren't fair. We know life isn't fair, but for the Buffalo Bills, Patrick Mahomes is your boogeyman. It's the guy that you don't want to see. Congratulations to the Chiefs, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and they ultimately win 27 to 24 this is going to be a good one we're going to talk about the ravens later on in the show we're going to have plenty of time to talk about the chiefs taking on the ravens throughout the course of the week we're down to the final four we got the ravens we got the chiefs we have the lions we have the 49ers it still sounds weird to say lions and playoffs let alone to say lions and nfc championship game This is foreign. Congratulations to all of the winners. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take your phone calls on the other side of the break. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls. How do you feel about the games? What went wrong? What went right? When we come back, we're going to talk about a team. It seems like everything is going right And that is the Lions. We're just getting warmed up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Phone lines are open. That's 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. Kansas City Chiefs come out on top. They beat the Buffalo Bills again, eliminating them. Third time out of four seasons, four tries. This is just terrible for the Buffalo Bills. The Kansas City Chiefs advanced to the AFC Championship game for the sixth straight time. The only team that has gone more than them, you might have heard of them. Some team named the New England Patriots, they went a record eight times. I guess going to the AFC Championship game is just uh, it's a birthright for the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. I'm going to get to your phone calls. We got a lot of people on the lines with a lot of opinions. We'll talk about them, get these calls on, and then I want to get into the Detroit Lions as well. You know what? Let's talk about the Lions at the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and get to your calls right now. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Kansas. Hey, Greg, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, thanks a lot, bud. Um, my deal is this. The Bills can't stand pad. The Ravens are, are playing good, probably going to play better next year. The Chiefs will have more guys that can catch the ball. Uh, Burrow's going to be back next year. Cincinnati's going to be better. The Bills just can't afford to stand pad again. They can't. Well, well what change would you like to see? I think every team goes through a change. Well, what would you like to see? Well, they, they, they've got to change coaches. There's plenty oh. of folks out there that can jump in, and they, you know, hear all this talk about how their coach has gotten to a certain level and can't get them over the hump. My thing is, is they love the guy, but they, if they stand pat, they're not going to get to the championship. They're just not. It's, they need a guy that's, that's a proven winner. Well, who, who, who would that be? I mean, those guys don't just grow on trees. What are we going to do, like pluck Bill Cower off of television? Like, what are we doing? No. If Belichick hasn't signed with, with uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, yet. Atlanta yet, Vrabel is co- had been a coach of the year. Um, I personally in Buffalo would like Harbaugh myself. Okay. All right. Thank you yeah. so much, Greg, for calling from Kansas. No, well, listen – I don't know if you want to make change just to, to make change. So what are we looking at? The, the, the Buffalo Bills are the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC. Is that what we're looking at? The Buffalo Bills are good enough to be good enough. They're good enough to get there, but they're not good enough to win it all. I, I feel like that's pretty much what we're looking at at this point in time. I don't know if you want to rock the boat that much by just dumping Sean McDermott. I mean, Belichick, as far as I know, hasn't interviewed with anyone else outside of the Atlanta Falcons. He's had now two meetings uh, with them here in Atlanta, one time on Arthur Blank's yacht. Uh, What a fancy meeting that was, right? I don't know if I want to give Sean McDermott the boot. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, they have dealt with injuries this year. It feels like multiple years now on a defense. You know, there was no Matt Milano. Tredavious White was hurt again. So, they, they dealt with injuries, and we know over the past couple of years, uh, Poyer and Micah Hyde, it seems like 
They're always getting nicked up or having an injury. They're also getting older. And so, yeah, we we are going to see some adjustments with the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if I automatically want to pull the plug on, on Sean McDermott. I think it's a whole lot more about personnel and less about the coach. I mean, I feel like I say this every year. Josh Allen has to go out there and do everything. Stephon Diggs is getting older. There was no Gabe Davis. He was hurt. Who is the most dynamic player on the Buffalo Bills? Find them for me. On the offensive side of the ball, Josh Allen is the most dynamic. Get him some help. I mean, we'll talk about the Ravens, but for all the years that Lamar Jackson was out there, how many times was the conversation had about, well, if Lamar Jackson had the weapons of, uh, uh, you know, a Patrick Mahomes and, you know, Lamar Jackson would be doing this. Well, now Lamar Jackson has a better team around him and now they're in the AFC championship game. And so I think it has a whole lot more to do, unfortunately, with injuries and personnel than it does with Sean McDermott. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. David is here from Buffalo. I know he's not all that good. Hey, David, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on there, uh, JR? Appreciate taking my call tonight, man. Um, you know, I, obviously, you know, I, I feel like moving on from McDermott definitely something I've thought of for a long time, um, and I definitely think that's a possibility, but I don't think the Pagulas are going to go and do that because I just don't think that's in their DNA right now, and they gave McDermott an extension last summer, so I just don't see them doing that at this time, even though I'd love to see them do it. I think the moves they've got to make is, number one, they got to try to cut bait with Von Miller. They gave him a six-year contract. they got to wiggle. they got to get out of that. If they got to eat some of that or trade him or whatever they got to do, you got to get rid of Von Miller because he's, he's just not the same player he was a couple years ago, especially after that injury. And then on the yeah. offensive side of the ball, J.R., um, to me, Stephon Diggs, I would try to move him um, in a trade. I would see. And they just gave him. They just gave. And they just gave him an extension. They did. You're right. Yep. So I would try to move him, and I would try to get younger, like Baltimore did. Get a kid in the draft who's a receiver, um, and pay him a lot less. And then I would say you got to get. I think you got to get another running back. And you know, to me, I think you need another tight end. Kincaid's good. But I don't think they're, Dawson Knox is no threat to really stretch the field. So, to me, you got to get more weapons for Josh Allen because let's. I agree with you, man. Josh Allen's had to do everything for this team for five years now. It's getting crazy, and uh, to me, I I, I got to think he's getting a little frustrated. Oh uh, well, getting frustrated. I think he certainly has been frustrated. I mean, <laughs> especially to, to to continually lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. And you make a good point. You, you pretty much ran down a good portion of the roster. I know the Buffalo Bills are, are your home team. But James Cook, man, I've been watching James Cook since he was in college here in Georgia playing for the Bulldogs. He ain't no lead running back. I, I don't I don't care. I mean, you want to have a little bit more variety. You think about Stephon Diggs. He is getting older. There's, I don't want to say that there's no shock. But is anybody surprised they lost to the Chiefs? Is anybody, like, kind of blown away that they took another L? I'm not. I'm not. I know last week, and I feel good about myself, I said, this is going to be a close match. This is a pick match. There were five lead changes throughout the course of the game. It went back and forth, but ultimately, 
The team that won were the Kansas City Chiefs. This is just flat what they do. If the Buffalo Bills had a little bit more, just a, a dynamic player, if they had a little bit more, I think maybe we'd be singing a different tune. I think we would. 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Dallas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, David? Hey, JR. It's Belichick time in Buffalo if they know what's good for them. Buffalo has paid people 20 bucks to shovel snow. Should have been paying people 20 bucks a pop to unload McDermott's office to throw his crap out from the stadium. Oh, damn. You want to put his stuff? You don't even want to put it nicely in boxes? You want to just throw it out onto the street? Might as well, because Belichick should be coming in there to take that operation over. Belichick is, is an expert with special players like Mahomes and Kelsey. He knows how to take your best thing away. He would okay. get that, that toughness that they need, the All mental right. toughness, the discipline. I'm sorry, Sean McDermott is... Somewhere between Barry Schottenheimer and Ron Rivera. Uh-oh, wow. Well, thank you, David, for calling from Dallas. He just, what a what a rough crowd. He wants Sean McDermott's stuff out on the street, on the sidewalk. Man, that's, I mean, what did he do to you? I think this is more of a, of a personnel thing. You know, it's an easy fix to go out there and just say, oh, look, give Bill Belichick the job. Who says that Bill Belichick wants to coach the Buffalo Bills? We have no idea. And who's to say they're going to get rid of Sean McDermott? I think this is more about personnel. This is also a team that, if you recall, earlier on in the season when they were stinking to join up, the Buffalo Bills had to go through and say, oh, well, you know, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's actually uh, let Joe Brady run the offense, the defense, I told you, had to deal with injuries. And, you know, what Tredavious White looks like on a a comeback for next year, I I have no idea. The Buffalo Bills will be good, but, man, the the, the time has run from last year where Josh Allen, MVP candidate, oh, Josh Allen will win MVP, and then they flamed out, and they flamed out this time. The Buffalo Bills are in football purgatory. They're good enough to go to the playoffs, they ain't good enough to win. They need better bodies out there. That's just the facts. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, I told you they need some, some help and work. Well, one of these dudes was mentioned, Stefan Diggs. What's his deal? He didn't talk to the media on the way out. We'll talk about Stefan Diggs. I'm going to get to your calls. We're going to talk about the Lions at the top of the hour. We have so much to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I feel like we're eulogizing the Buffalo Bills. I mean, because let's be real. We ain't going to be talking about them too much longer, okay? I mean, after the loss, they're going to start petering out in the public conversation. I mean, if you're in Buffalo, yeah, you'll be talking about them. If you're in Rochester, you'll be talking about them. You'll be looking uh, into the future as to what might be and what might take place. 855-212-4CBS. That's 
for CBS. It's something important I want to let you know. Not that you can uh, view the Buffalo Bills or listen to them anymore, but for everybody else, stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At the top of the hour, about 15 minutes from now, we're going to talk about a winner, the Detroit Lions. We got a whole week to talk about the Lions and their, their come up and them doing something that they haven't done in 32 years. Right before we went to break, you know, I had some calls. I'm about to pick the calls up and, and again in a second. You know, somebody called up and said, Man, the Buffalo Bills need to go ahead and fire Sean McDermott. They need to put his stuff outside on the street. I'm like, wow, that's pretty harsh. And then it was brought up that Bill Belichick, they should just hire him. Well, the last time I looked, that needs to be more of a mutual thing. There's no guarantee that you fire Sean McDermott and you come to an agreement with Bill Belichick. Who's to say that Bill Belichick even wants to coach the squad? Well, I think I have an understanding where that listener got this idea from maybe bill simmons bill simmons was running his yap that's what he does he gets paid to run his yap like i do and bill simmons actually talked about the idea of belichick going to the buffalo bills i want you to listen to what bill simmons had to say here it is I'm on a morning power walk in honor of the great Bill Belichick. Where does he go next? He's got to break the Shula record. He's got to inherit a Super Bowl roster. Atlanta doesn't have a QB. Washington would have a rookie QB. Carolina has a young QB and no first-round pick, and they're a mess. The Chargers have Herbert, but they're in salary cap hell. People are talking about Philadelphia today. I think Nick Sirianni is a good coach. I know they went 10-1. I know they've been in a swoon. Let's say they lose to Tampa Bay. They lose to Baker Mayfield. That's a terrible scenario. I, don't, I still don't think they fire Nick Sirianni. What if it's Buffalo? What if Buffalo loses as 10-point favorites in round one to Pittsburgh? What if they get killed in round two? They've blamed and fired everybody else. There's Belichick. Knows the AFC East. Knows how to beat the Pats. Just coached him forever. Loves nothing more than beating the Jets. Cold weather. Loves it. Josh Allen, possible Super Bowl QB. Buffalo's never won a Super Bowl. What are the best jobs in football to have to win a Super Bowl? Buffalo, Cleveland, Minnesota, Detroit. That's it. You win there, you're immortal. Belichick's already immortal. Belichick to Buffalo if the Sean McDermott thing does not work out. Let's see what happens. Yeah, man, but here's the problem. I don't, I don't look at the Buffalo Bills and say Super Bowl roster. That's the thing. If you look at them and, and you look at the results and you go Super Bowl roster, man, I don't know what the hell Bill Simmons is looking at. Maybe he needs to walk slower. I mean, if he's coming up with these ideas on his power walk, maybe he needs to slow down a little bit and let his, his brain, let the synapses pop and work together. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Greg? JR, Mr. Positive, I'm devastated with my bills, as you well know. It sounds like cry. it. Oh, don't yeah, do that. Just, don't do that. Yeah, just wasn't expecting that. Um, I still think they have some pieces. They tweak, and I still think they can be in, in uh, you know, in the comp, uh, the conversation of uh, Super Bowl down the road. But they got to stay healthy, like everyone. But uh, I love my Josh Elvis Allen. But the Lions, I'm glad that you're going to talk about them. 
I heard some negative stuff by Stephen A. Smith today or yesterday about how bad Detroit is outside of the uh, downtown area. I couldn't believe he said that. Uh, it was uh, bandied about today in our affiliate here in, in Michigan, and it was very sad and discouraging that he would say such a thing. But no, uh, oh, yeah, I uh, well, I I didn't hear what the hell he said. I I didn't. Yeah. I haven't heard a word from this man since he. Uh, I don't know. Destroyed Whitlock a few weeks ago. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to him. Do yourself a favor. Maybe you don't listen. You got it. That that uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Most people shouldn't listen. Um, All right. I got to tell you, the Lions are going places. Our MVP is Dan Campbell. We have a great roster. I would not be surprised if we beat San Fran. There's just something about where we were three years ago, Jr., and where uh-huh. we are today. In the turnaround, I got to ask you, is it meant to be that the Lions will be in the Super Bowl? I mean, think about that. To say that well, that hasn't been done in 60, 60 plus years? We're, yeah, an, uh, NFL, an NFL championship, not even a, a Super Bowl. We're, we're going right. to talk about it, Greg. You stay tuned, Love okay? You. You Thank you. Love you back. Heart. Thank you so much, Greg, for calling from Michigan. Hey, Ryan, did, did you hear about that? Did you hear anything about uh, I guess Stephen A. Smith putting down Detroit. I did not. I take your advice uh, and do not listen to probably ninety-five percent of what he says. <laughs> Whitlock oh, stuff the, was interesting. That was in the five percent. Yeah, no, we yeah. I guess we're in the same boat. I only hear about him when he pops up or goes viral. I mean, outside of that, I'm not. You know, I got to sit here and talk for four hours every night. I don't need to listen to him talk at all. Um, I got no problems with Detroit. I think the last time I might have been in Detroit, uh, what year are we in? Now it's 2024, maybe 23 I was in Detroit or 22, one of them years. I don't know. And they're doing a lot of development downtown in Detroit. I mean, out near the, the stadium, there's, there's, it depends on what side of the stadium, stadium you're on. There's not a whole lot you know, going on. It's the parking lot. It's the highway. Uh, downtown Detroit is actually, it's being revitalized. And I guess if he doesn't like Detroit, uh, he's not going to like the draft. The NFL draft is taking place in Detroit this year. I mean, not only do you have the uh, football stadium, Ford Field, right across the street, you have Comerica Park. I guess it's still Comerica's where the Tigers play. Uh, you, you have the arena. I think Little Caesars has this place downtown. Like downtown, they're building it back up. Give them a break. Detroit has been through a lot. I mean, the auto industry and the bailouts. It's, it's been a hard knock life for Detroit. Just, just please give them a break. Dave is here from Miami. Hey, Dave, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, JR. What's going on? How are you, man? I'm excellent. How, what's on your mind? Uh, I just want to talk about the, the, the matchup with Detroit and the 49ers. Yeah, go for it. You're live. Go ahead quickly. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just uh, I, don't, I don't think Detroit's going to make it because uh, Detroit, the, the whole state of Michigan, has pretty much been crappy since 2004 when uh, the Pistons beat the elderly Lakers. So I, I don't believe that they're going to do anything. And okay. the only good thing that came out of Michigan was Eminem. Okay. Shout out to my boy Greg, Mr. Positive. Uh, well, 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 thank you, Dave, for calling from Miami. I mean, that's that that's I don't know if that's flawed logic. The reason why the Lions won't win is because there haven't been any, hasn't been any winners out of Michigan. Like, really? 
I mean, we're talking about the Pistons as a reason why the – because the Pistons were the last team to go out there and win? I mean, what are we doing here? Tigers weren't all that – I mean, they've, they've historically been bad. Damn. That was a that was a tough one. Hey, Ryan, what the hell do you think that guy's problem? Why, why doesn't he like the Detroit? What do they do to him? I don't know why he did admit on the phone when I was talking to him that he is a Detroit hater. And hates oh. Michigan. I'm not sure if it's like the university and that bleeds to the whole state, but yeah, he's not fond of Michigan or Detroit for whatever reason. That's that's what they say. You know, Detroit has a slogan. It's Detroit versus everybody. You've heard of that, right? Oh yeah, and in Dave's world, it's true. Maybe maybe this is why it's Detroit. What did Detroit do to anybody? I like Detroit. I do. You know, my barber's from Detroit. She goes back all the time. That's just. Give Detroit a break. Let them have some success. A matter of fact, since everybody hates Detroit, on the other side of the break, I'm going to show Detroit some love. They deserve it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If nobody's going to love Detroit, it's going to be me.